0: Known as the last frontier, Alaska's home to wide open spaces, beautiful mountain ranges, and one of the best places to view the northern lights. Let's call it a photographer's dream. But on May 11, 2002, it began the start of a cold case murder that shocked a community and devastated a family. I'm Jennifer Blades, and this is the Unanswered Podcast, Season 2. Cold as ice. A resident of the Little Dipper apartment complex on Turner Street in Fairbanks, Alaska, made a 911 call around 4.13 in the morning on May 11th in 2002. It was the day before Mother's Day the female caller stated that a woman was lying in the parking lot of the apartment complex and was covered in blood. The caller said, quote, I just saw a lady outside running across my apartment. I look, and she's on the ground. There's blood all over her back, End quote. Moments before, 21-year-old mother of three, Mahogany Davis, emerged from her apartment number 13, where she stayed with her young children. She stumbled out of the front door bleeding and barely dressed, in hopes of getting help from someone outside. Mahogany's family described her as a people magnet. Her older sister told reporter Stephanie Woodard that Mahogany had a big personality and that people were easily drawn to her. As I mentioned, Mahogany was a mother of three and had just had a baby three weeks ago by William Holmes. Remember that name. Mahogany was rushed to Fairbanks Memorial Hospital, where she lived for approximately 90 minutes before passing away. Police stated that they were able to speak with Mahogany, but wouldn't disclose what her last words to them were. I'm so curious if Mahogany was able to identify her attacker or at least give a description. Again, police will not confirm or deny that any information was given to them. They're actually very cagey about whether or not any specific information was shared. It doesn't appear that there were any signs of forced entry to the apartment, and it was a pretty good chance that Mahogany did open the door willingly, probably because it was someone that she knew. As you can imagine, with no information from the police, rumors started to spread. As I mentioned... Mahogany's three week old baby was fathered by a man named William Holmes. They were no longer in a relationship together and apparently not on speaking terms. He was known as a drug dealer and eventually a convicted murderer. He is currently serving a double life sentence for the murder of a California woman. In 2011, in a sworn affidavit, Holmes confessed to the 1997 murder of a 15-year-old young man named John Hartman. Holmes said that he, along with some of his acquaintances, were responsible for the murder. Now, this is where the story takes a little bit of a turn and doesn't necessarily have anything to do with mahogany. But it could speak to Holmes' character and his ability to commit violent and deadly acts. You see, four men were already charged with the murder of young John Hartman when Holmes made his confession and said that those men did not commit the murder. John Hartman was found brutally beaten in the early morning hours on 9th and Barnett Street in Fairbanks on October 11th, 1997. Four young men were tried and convicted of the murder, and each was given a 30-plus-year sentence. The men became known as the Fairbanks Four, which, listeners, is a whole other podcast episode. So to stay on track with this episode being about Mahogany, I won't go into too many details about their case, but I will say that there just doesn't appear to be a lot of strong evidence tying them to the John Hartman murder. Sadly, they did serve over 15 years in prison until the Innocence Project stepped in, and with a lot of hard work and questionable things happening with law enforcement, the four were set free. Again, this story is about Mahogany, but this detail is important because Wallace did confess to the murder of John Hartman, which makes me believe that there's a very good chance that he had something to do with Mahogany's murder. Another theory or rumor is that Holmes and his friend, Jason Wallace, were responsible for killing Mahogany because she knew too much either about some drug activity or the killing of John Hartman or just some other type of illegal crimes that they were doing. As of right now, there's no motive, and it doesn't appear that the police have any suspects or suspect that they're willing to publicly name. Although her children were present at the time, I mean, they were little, and her oldest, who was four, did mention years later seeing a quote-unquote yellow man, but I don't believe that that clue led anywhere. It's been almost 21 years since this murder took place and really all they have is a lot of unanswered questions. What we do know is that a young mother was brutally taken away from her children and a family is left forever changed. If you have any information about the murder of Mahogany Davis, please call Crime Stoppers at 907 450 Six five zero zero. Keep listening for this week's ice-cold bonus case. This week's ice-cold case takes place in Rochester, New York. It was a fall night on September 17th in 2016, when the Rochester Fire Department responded to a call about a fire at 99 High Street. When they arrived, the house was fully engulfed in flames. The occupants of the home included a mother, Virginia Ortiz, and her young children. Two of her children survived the fire, but Virginia, who did make it out of the house, ran back in to rescue her two remaining children, six-year-old Willie Nelson Jr. and three-year-old Amiya Nelson. Sadly, the three didn't make it out and died of smoke inhalation. Police called the fire arson and said that it was intentionally set. Reports state that the front seat area of a 2005 Toyota Avalon parked in the driveway was where the fire started and quickly spread, catching the house on fire. No one has ever come forward with information, but I'm sure that someone knows something. And although the surviving children will never have their mother or their siblings back, they do deserve to get justice. They need to know who did this, and more importantly, why. There is a $10,000 reward for anyone with information that might lead to an arrest. So if you do have any information, please call the Rochester Police Department at 585-428-7157 or Crime stoppers at 585-423-9300. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to write the show and tell a friend. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Unanswered Podcast for updates and more information from today's show. If you have any case suggestions, go to theunansweredpodcast.com to submit your request. Join us every Tuesday for a new episode. Until next time, stay safe.